Welcome back to the Exit Interview Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Shark. Very excited about today's episode. Uh, But before we really jump into it, I want to give a big thank you and a shout out to my guest last week, James Annan. If you haven't listened, go check it out. It is now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, among other platforms. But so uh, however you want to consume it and wherever, we got it for you. So let's jump into really what we're going to get in today. And why I'm so excited is because I look at the exit interview as kind of twofold. One is interviewing successful entrepreneurs and sharing their journey and their story. But the other one is career therapy. For those people still in a nine to five, whether they be aspiring entrepreneurs or not, that's who I want to talk to today. That's what I want to get into. Uh, We're going to kind of take inventory of our careers, where we're at, define our skills and defining our why. And looking at that and saying, does my why match up to where I'm at now? Like, am I happy in my career? And if I am great, if I'm not, how can I make that change? You know, do I want to make a change? Do I need to make a change? Let's really dive into that. So this is going to be hopefully a very productive podcast, and I'm going to share a lot about my history uh, and why I am doing what I'm doing today and why I couldn't be more happy, even if I'm making you know less money or, or very stressed, uh, maybe even more stressed than I was in my career. But it's all so great because I'm excited about what I'm doing because I found my why and my passion. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so what I want to start off with is talking about the importance of the two elements that make up our why. And that's us, or, or this, that's our skills and our passions and the meeting of those two. And I feel like if you can meet those two, you've then now defined your why. And your why, there's another word for it would be your purpose. And the reason why I think that's so important for all of us is because we spend the majority of our lives working at a job or in our career, you know, however you want to define it, because I know there's a lot of people out there that just work to make a paycheck, to make a living. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But I, I think really... Human nature wants more than just that, you know? I, I, I really do believe that there's more to life than just working. And I have had that thought for years, but most recently just discovered that I can do something about it, right? And I feel like everyone out there can too. And what it is, is picking out, okay, what am I good at? And then what am I passionate about? And we, we all can do this little exercise in our careers right now to say, do those two things match? If they do, great, I'm happy for you. You know, then you're probably right on the right path that you want to be for the rest of your life within your career. Whether that be you work, you're working for somebody else or you're working for yourself. 
The other aspect of it is if they don't match up, are you perfectly fine with that? You know, are you are you fine with, you know, hey, I just, I clock in in the morning and I clock out. I get money and I go home and leave it all there. There's nothing wrong with doing that either. But if you're one of those people, and we discussed this last week, that can't wait for Fridays and dreads Mondays, I think that there's an issue with that. There's a problem, at least for me. I had a problem with that, and I did something about it. And what I'm here to tell you is that you don't have to go through adversity like I did or like James went through. You can make that change. You can make that change today if you want. You know, it doesn't have to be next month. It doesn't have to be next year, right? It doesn't have to be our, our New Year's resolution. Why? Just because it starts with a nice even number or, oh, I started right at year January 1st. It doesn't have to be like that. You know, I, I've just banged my head against the wall in my career for far too long. And I just most recently found my why, found my passion and my purpose. And I finally defi- defined my specific skill. And I'm just telling you, I'm very happy, even though that I might be a little bit more stressed and you know not making the income right now that I'm making. But I'm so much be- more better off doing what I'm doing now only because I've took inventory of my life and my career and defined what it is that I want. And if you've done that already, that is amazing and I'm so happy for you. But I just know there's so many people out there that have not achieved that yet. So what I'll, what I'd like to share with you is maybe how I came to that realization. And just like I said, I've spent, I don't know what, seven, almost 10 years in different sales roles in different industries, all pretty unhappy at every stop. And I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be that way. I spent that long trying to define my why and my purpose and really pursuing my passions. And it took me that long and that many failed opportunities to figure that out. And it was pretty painful. And I think I found out a little bit later than than a lot of people, but I also maybe found out early enough than, than some. And really, if you just stop, Look at your situation, assess your your career and say, am I at where I want to be? And if I stay here, where am I going to be in the next five or 10 years? Will I be happy with that? And I think that starts with defining your your biggest strength, your, your skill, what's your top skill, and what are you passionate about? And if those two things match, I think you're winning. If they don't, maybe it's time to make some change. So what I would say is when those two things match, that's where you've defined your why. You figured out what you want to do. And for me, what happened or when when that, that happened for me was when I actually got let go at my most recent stop. I found out that, well, let me say this. 
For years, I thought that I hated sales. That's where my skills lie within sales. And I always thought I hated sales. But I didn't hate sales. I just hated selling for somebody else. And once I realized that, that was so powerful to me. And that's what gave me the motivation to go out and chase what I really want. So I was marrying my passion with my skill in a meaningful way, a way that worked for me. And this was out of adversity or out of losing a job that I had to find this out. And like I said earlier, that doesn't have to be you. You don't have to go through adversity in order to make a change because only you have the power to make that change. And just going to kind of give you a little background about my situation, um, I was at a, uh, a national uh, window company. I was doing window sales. Uh, I would go home to home and uh, give quotes, uh, do free assessments. We sold windows, patio doors, and front doors, among other things. And we were one of the most expensive products out there. And it was just so by the numbers that you were solely based on your numbers. And if you didn't sell somebody, it was looked at like, you know, what did you do wrong? You know, how did you not sell them that? Well, it's, you know, it's a $80,000 home and I'm trying to sell them $120,000 worth of windows. <laughs> you know, it just... It, it doesn't work. The math doesn't add up. Now, granted, that, that was a little inflated. I mean, but honestly, these windows, they, they would be around thirty to $40,000, and the house could have been, you know, a forty dollars to $50,000 house. So it just doesn't make sense for a lot of people. And as a salesman, you couldn't really look at it that way. You just had to ignore that and go, well, these are the best thing windows ever. Why would you not want them? Because the moment you didn't sell, that means you have just taken yourself down a peg because they're staring at your numbers and you didn't close that and your close rate goes down. Uh, therefore, you're that much closer to the door. Now, there was only one time that I had a sale that I really think I probably shouldn't have sold it. I probably could have had more, um, but I just couldn't do that morally for myself. And the reason I did this, because, I mean, I, it was almost like the, the guy needed windows, but he had no business buying our windows. He was very, he was an elderly gentleman. He was practically on his deathbed. And he had no family, no wife, no kids, nobody watching after him. And he was in poor health. His home was in disarray. His windows were practically falling out. But... This guy had a lot of other issues, uh, you know, more than just replacing his windows. And normally with that, I probably would have said, you know what, just get a, a cheap plastic window uh, and, you know, right out the storm. Yeah, I don't know what else to tell him, but uh, it, it's, I did a, a demo. He was convinced he wanted the windows, but it was almost like he couldn't even sign the contract because he was, you know, in such bad health. And I just remember... After doing that, I just felt like slimy. You know, I didn't feel good about myself. And I just remember kind of thinking like, man, is, if this is what I'm going to have to do to be here, do I want to be here? 
So me getting let go was a blessing in disguise because it gave me that kick in the ass to get going with what I, to pursuing my own passions. So instead of going through a firing or any type of adversity or you know a big event that makes you realize this like I had to go through and wait so long, I just implore you to look at your your career, assess it, find your why, and marry your skill with your passion if you are unhappy right now in your current role. You know, don't just let it go by the wayside. Don't just ignore it. Don't ignore that little voice in the back of your head if you feel like you are meant for something better or something greater. Because guess what? You probably are. And for me, when I got let go, I had opportunities to jump back into another sales role. But I told myself I can't do, I I refuse to do that to myself again. Now, granted, I'm without an income. But I am, I have self-realized enough, I, I feel like I'm a pretty self-aware person, or at least I really try to be every day, that I've recognized that if I did, say, go out and get another job or maybe even a part-time job and, and try to work on my business on the side, that wouldn't have worked for me. The... The, the job that I would have been doing would have been top priority because that's just who I am as an employer. I need to dedicate everything to that and become an expert at that role in that industry. And that's you know a lot of work and a lot of stress too that I know myself too well that I would come home and that's the last thing I would want to do is, is work on a side gig or a side business. So since I figured that out about myself, Basically, what I'm doing is almost hacking my brain and putting my back up against a wall on purpose because I know that's what's going to motivate me because I'm putting all my eggs in one basket and saying, I have to do this or else I fail. And that's something that I would encourage people to do. Well, not what I did, but find out what works for you. Find out what's going to light that fire under your ass and go out and get what you're worth. And I think that is so valuable and so important for all of us to do, especially if you know, you're know you unhappy in your current situation. So to summarize, we talked about finding our why, and that's the meeting of our top skill and our passion. And if we do recognize that we do need to make a change and those things don't match up. Is it something we can live with or we can't live without? And if it's something that you can't live without, that's where you have to do some self-assessment and find out what lights your fire, right? What lights that fire under your ass to go out and get what you're worth and, and pursue your ultimate dream, your ultimate happiness? Because what you're doing right now ain't working. So I think that's what we're going to close it out with. I encourage everybody out there who's listening to share your thoughts. Always would love to hear from from listeners, especially if you'd like to share your why and, and or stories. You know, I'd love to have more people on. I'd love to discuss this. 
uh, and I'd love to discuss different topics and other the, your, you know, your own personal stories too as well. So you can do that by reaching out to me uh, on Instagram at either Orange Shark Media or the Shark 216 or even share your stories on uh, our Facebook group, The Exit Interview Podcast. So thanks a lot for listening and I'm out. That concludes episode number three of the Exit Interview Podcast. You can listen to us every Tuesday on your way to or from work. Uh, We always encourage your participation, so we'd love to hear from you again. Uh, Until next time, thanks again for listening, and have a great week.